Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's 902-1OMG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. It's us, 902-1OMG. Well, it's only two of us today because Tori is uh, out working. But Amy and I are going to hold down the fort. <laughs> Here. It's the It's the... Two of the three. I think they would have preferred the other two of the three if they only can have two. <laughs> no, but no, I'm no. sorry. It's okay. I'm happy you're here. Very, very oh, happy. Oh, thank you. Jenny, how are you doing? I'm so sorry. I know <sighs> you lost a friend in the 90210 family. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this past week, we lost uh, our dear Jessica Klein who was um, one of our original producers and writers and just um, one of the backbones of the show um, back in the 90s. And um, she lost her battle to cancer. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard, it, especially, you know, it's, this is a family, this 90210 yeah. group of people, fans, actors, uh, you know, everybody, the crew, everybody that was involved over so many years, y- you don't ever forget them. And then when 
something bad happens, you know, we all sort of unite and um, mm. and come together and grieve. Oh, I I saw on your Insta Instagram. So did she write? I choose me. Yes, yes, that was wow. That was one of many of her um, more memorable, famous moments, like important moments wow. from the show. Yeah, I love seeing that scene on your Instagram. I mean, I've obviously seen it, but it's such a beautiful, iconic moment in not just 90210 world, but like, you know, for us girls. It's like, wow, what a moment. I know. I can't wait until we get to that episode to really, um, you know, talk about that because I haven't, I've seen that scene that I posted yeah. And and I've seen it before recently too. I mean, it, it was such an important scene to me and the trajectory of Kelly and yeah, yeah, just the history of the show. Yeah, I mean, and I think a, if I'm not mistaken, she wrote uh, Donna Martin graduates. No, oh my god, which I think so I saw she, on Tori's post. Um, she recently. wrote just some of your most iconic, sort of um, impactful. Mm-hmm. She had like that, you moments. know, very um, soft, feminine voice that, you know, the the girl characters really needed on the show. And um, she she was just a beautiful, beautiful human being. And um, Wait, will you say her name again? I'm so sorry. Will you, Jessica, will you tell everyone who Jessica she is? Jessica Klein. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She even wrote, I think, the episode we're talking about today. Yes, she did. She did. Which was oh. weird to watch it and see her name, and that's it's going to be weird. I mean, it, it's going to take a while to sink in, but um, yeah, we just wish her daughter Shira and her brother, everybody, her whole family, all her grandchildren, oh. everybody. We send you all of our love from Nine Hundred Two. Yeah, well, I mean, what a beautiful legacy to have written these amazing episodes that really people will watch. Mm-hmm. you know, on and on and over and over again. Yeah, it, it, it'll live on. She will live on mm-hmm. forever and ever, which is... It doesn't ease your pain, but it is, you know, at least it's it's something special for those people. I mean, I think about that. Like, you have that, you know, you... People will watch your work. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of I interesting, mean, you know? I think that just that line, I choose me, became... Yeah. A, a, a sort of an anthem for independent women, you know, and they've used it. Jessica would have said they stole it. <laughs> they stole her line on other shows and in other places. Yeah. But um, that just yeah, giving, it feels very Grey's Anatomy uh-huh. to me. Yeah, I don't remember what other show. I remember her mentioning it, but what other shows have used it, but not not when our show used it, and not for a young girl. You know, and it and it's sort of like um, uh, become a movement for that sort of, you know. Yeah, I wear my sweat. Mm-hmm. I wear my sweatshirt you gave me all the time that says I choose me. I, I love that sweatshirt. Me. It sort of was um, ahead of its time mm-hmm. that moment. Well, no, I mean, because there was the whole women's lib movement already yeah but that felt that feels me more like career to me like women Mm -hmm. could be president and women had Mm -hmm. their careers Mm -hmm. like to really especially on 90210 which was so about these relationships for your character to say to both of those (laughs) like perfect humans 
Because I love them both. I mean, I love them both. And I watched yeah. that scene Brandon again. And, and it's Dylan. like, like I, I, I can't imagine just looking back at that scene and thinking she got to pick between Brandon and Dylan. Wow. <laughs> I know. So I started thinking fun. about it because Brandon, although I like I up to this point, like he's such a babe and I love him. He hasn't really had his moment yet to be Dylan. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't had that and it's coming. But it's like for Kelly to say, yeah, I don't take either of these amazing proposals, essentially. She just wasn't there in her in her life right then. And I can't wait to watch that episode because I really don't know like what lead what leads her to that declaration. But I'm excited Mm -hmm. to see that build and unfold. It's a bit of a different Kelly in this episode than that Kelly. (laughs) It is. Yes, let's <laughs> let's talk about this week's episode. As we mentioned, it's written by Jessica Klein and Steve Wasserman, her uh, late husband and partner, uh, writing partner. Mm. Uh, okay, season three, episode twenty-three, Duke's Bad Boy, aired March third, nineteen ninety-three. Do you want to read the synopsis, Amy? Oh yeah, wait, I don't even have it. I've never read it. Do you, you read it? You read it. You do. You do. You do. Synopsis. And this actually brings me to a question, which, so this aired in March, is that right? March Mm -hmm. 93. March 1993. Y'all looked like you had fresh haircuts. So (laughs) I noticed that right out. Okay, I'll read this and then we can talk about it. Brandon's gambling addiction hits a new low and Duke is demanding he pay up. David apologizes to Steve after losing his recording contract thanks to scummy producers. <laughs> Kelly starts taking diet pills. Andrea, t- t- oh, I almost nailed it. <laughs> Andrea tries to ease Dylan's depression over his father's murder by asking him if she can do an editorial on him, which I actually loved that whole storyline, even though it was a tad cringy. <laughs> I was sort of with Brandon that I thought it was inappropriate. Right. Yeah. But there's something about her. That Dylan, like, he picked up that call and, like, yeah, come over. Like, I know I'm jumping way ahead. Mm-hmm. That was a very interesting storyline. Well, it was so, Andrea, it was so, it's so Gab, actually. It's so mm-hmm. Gabrielle to um, sort of have that ability to break those barriers for people and and befriend people and people feel comfortable around her and, Oh, yeah. She has that maternal instinct. I was just about <laughs> to say that, right? She's very motherly. Mm-hmm. And they both played it so well. It felt very real. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, she. I kept thinking, you know, she, she's going to get the story, which is her job. And like Gil, although I hate calling him Gil, Mr. Myers, was right. Like, that's her job. But she handled it well. And then I loved that he wanted to write his own story. And she said, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah. Ooh, I just when, liked that. At first, when she was talking about it with him on the couch, I was like, okay, how is she going to get in, broach this <laughs> subject? Because she she's there for uh, ulterior See, motives. And it felt yeah. weird. And I felt like it wasn't going to end well. But uh, it, it she had a way of sort of disarming it and... And he, but he was still like, I kind of felt the same way at the end of that conversation. I was like, ugh, I didn't, I don't want her. Yeah, it to felt like a real a bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Same. It felt really like exactly what Brandon sort of said it would yeah. be. Yeah. But she handled it well in that you're like, she said you can say no, and it wasn't like I'm only your friend because of this. I'm your uh, your friend and this. Mm-hmm. 
it, it was a little cringy, but yet I was like, oh. Right. I wonder if she, Andrea, knew that it would help him, aid him in his grief process to be, you know, have that lethargic sort of release and to give a voice to all that stuff that he's dealing with inside. Or, or if it became that because then he decided he wanted to write it. Yeah, I I do think she went into it. I don't think she has like a mean bone. Mm-mm. She's smart and wanted to get the story. Mm-hmm. Like if we're really thinking about her. But I, I do think she was like, I'm going to go and talk to him about this. Yeah, And, then and she said, kept saying, I'm a good listener. Or she is, she is. And he said, I've said no. I've said no to whatever. Well, People, People, People Magazine. Magazine and LA Times, uh-huh. whatever it was. They all wanted to huh. talk to him about his dad. You know, it's it's interesting because, like, I don't know if you've ever had to do that, but I have to do that all the time. Ask people, hey, do you want to come on and talk about this? And it's like, oh, God, I hate it, but I just do it. Do people often like, OK, so who's somebody you've had to come on and ask? To, you're talking about like on another podcast or on another. Yeah, program? or like on Ryan Seacrest show because it's we, we do topical and mm-hmm, news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not in hard, hard news, which is really brutal. Like those people that have to go and someone's in the, like the most tragic situation of their life. And then they, they won't have to talk to them, but we definitely have to talk to people about sticky things like breakups and yeah. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of go through it and say like, look, this is how we're going to ask it. You answer it. However you feel most comfortable. I never recommend to people like, I don't want to answer that. Move on. It's like there's such a better way to do it, even if you don't want to talk about it. So we kind of go through a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure even work, on work around on this show, it would it hasn't come up yet, but I'm sure it could if, you know, if there was a person that came on or maybe somebody that didn't have the best experience on 90210, but wants to figure out like, hey, I want to talk to Jenny and Tori, but how do I talk about that? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want that. Let's get those guests on. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll tell me Jessica how to ask Alba. <laughs> I hope we can get Jessica Alba because it's like, it's, sometimes it's best to just like say it. Well, yeah. Say the truth. Out. I believe in that. Yeah. Well, we didn't, the title of the show is Duke's Bad Boy. Mm. And uh, sorry. I'm kind of happy it's come to an end. Is this it? I hope it is. It's got to be it. I think this was like the climax of it, which was, there was no climax really. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. 
And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas. 
which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for our nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. The thing that I loved about it was Nat really saving the day, being sort of that father figure to Brandon, but like the friend or the uncle that, that okay, look, you got yourself into hot water. I'm going to save you. But Nat was really firm with him. I really thought for Nat, it was a real moment for his character. Yeah. And I like seeing that because he was, he, he was, nurturing but he was still strong he was mad mm -hmm. i like that about him and brandon was like "Uh oh i pissed off nat yeah like it was a little dumb like the high school bookie and like all that yeah there's bookies in high school i never i I guess i wasn't into gambling but did you ever (laughs) come across any bookies I don't think I've ever bet on a sporting event. Like I'll play blackjack or like pull the slot machines in Vegas. I don't, I don't even know how you bet on a sporting event. Well, it's at the, in your fingertips nowadays. It was kind of dumb. I actually liked the moment in the bedroom with Jim and Brandon. I didn't. Brandon was so rude to him. It felt very teenager-y to me, but I felt like Jim knew. Jim's like, I know what's going on. He didn't really, really know how like in debt he was. No. Fifteen hundred. So also, if you figure, that's probably like fifteen thousand dollars now. Oh my god! Because if they, if he was fifteen hundred in nineteen ninety three, at least that's ten thousand. So it was kind of a lot. How much? How much did he think he was going to sell those baseball cards for, though? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's a thing. That's a thing. Guys and their baseball cards, (laughs) totally still a thing. First of all. Everything about that was so good because it was so like, he's got these cards, like he's a little kid, but then he's going to sell it. And then I love that they're like, Jose Canseco rookie card, because like, I know Jose Canseco is like, it wasn't a baseball player I hadn't heard of. And then it was like 20 bucks. I'm like, dude, I hope you have like a thousand cards. He did. He have a whole box full. My, uh, my first house, no, no, my second husband had a box full of baseball cards that is now lost somewhere and he's real pissed about it. But my husband, Dave, oh, no. has has a box of baseball cards in the closet, too. They just can't part okay. with them. I wonder. Like, First I of all, see did you ever open baseball cards and there was a stick of gum? The hardest <laughs> gum. I mean, like a brick. I've never, <laughs> like, I've never even touched a baseball card. Do you have brothers? No. Are you an only child? No. You have a sister? I have sisters. I have sisters and brothers, half Half sisters, half brothers, but they're all older than me. I had brothers who like collected baseball cards. So that's how I knew about Uh, the gum. Fun fact, I just learned though. Stuff is worth money. Did you know if you have an unopened original Back to the Future VHS tape, it's worth like a ton of dough? Oh my goodness. You, we have to have my friend Mikey on to talk about this. (laughs) Seriously. He's such a dork, but, um. I, he just gave me an immense edge. He has all that back to the future stuff. Oh, first of all, I love it. I wonder what would be the most profitable 90210 item. I'm going to assume Dylan's car. Right. 
that or or your BMW if somebody still had that those cars. Yeah, I mean, what, what else would the be Mustang? I mean, we're oh, the cars, yeah. but who cares? You know? Yeah, all the cars. I, I think was at would a be... charitable auction and they auctioned off uh, the shell of the car. It wasn't there wasn't it didn't work the car, but it was just the outside of the car, and somebody bought oh, it for whoa. a lot of dough. Obviously, all the cars were working cars, right? (laughs) Then for a minute, I was like, are these fake cars? Because weirdly in this car episode, we see David Silver drive up. I didn't remember ever. I was like, have we seen this dude drive? We've never seen him drive, but he wanted to prove something. He wanted to prove, look, I drive too. (laughs) It was late. I'm not too young to drive a car in his blue, whatever that was sidebar right it wasn't it's not as fancy as y'all's bmws sidebar henry winkler sold his fonzie jacket for seventy five thousand dollars. Nice. i just saw that on jimmy kimmel not that long ago wow and there had anything to have been from, more than one there were five he five. said five and one's in the smithsonian i think he still has one he sold one one had to get the lining cut out now we're doing a happy days podcast <laughs> but one had to get the lining cut out for when he jumped the shark we is there an iconic, there were iconic fashion moments, but nothing like the Fonzie jacket. No, no, that, not that was like every episode you saw it. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I can't think of what else would go for other than the cars. It, there's a jukebox in the peach pit. Yeah, those things that were on, well, the big one. Yeah, and then we also the big had one, the like, yeah. on the counter ones, I remember. I think, yeah. I think Ian had one of those. I think he tucked it and under OG his arm. OG Donna Martin graduates poster board. Was there Was there a poster board or did they just chant it? Maybe they just chanted sh- it. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure there were I digress. Boards. But yeah, a lot of people have these collectibles. So I, I think that so, I have a lunchbox, thanks to you, because... The podcast, oh, did we eBay that? You, you guys got, I I took it from, I don't know what that was. And we did a live show You might show want to take something. a wipey on that because I'm not totally sure <laughs> where smells. that came from. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Somebody I had their old tuna it. sandwich. <laughs> so David Silver comes in hot because he's late. And Donna's in the DJ booth with the sunflower hat, which was iconic. I didn't love it. Blossom, I did blossom love, hat. Yeah, yes. I love the leopard vest. But I wasn't crazy about the black under it. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like going into fashion, but and then she sort of announces he's got this record deal, and he's like, "Why did you do that? I'm proud of you." Yeah, I'll come to the studio. Up. I'll be like Yoko Ono, and it was like cringe. And then oh no, she they, broke then up David the Beatles. Has this? Uh, that, that's I, I literally <laughs> when he was in the recording office of the. Oh. Oh. The guy that didn't like they we had already heard the song like eighteen times, and then when he finally so gets to the office to me, and so he's precious. sitting there listening to it with the guys, and he's waiting to see how they like it, I was like, I said to my daughter, I said, if I hear the song one more time, I'm going to jump out the window. Like I couldn't take it. It's the word I literally wrote. This is awful, awful, awful. And Serge is such a jerk. But yeah. David should have stood up and said, "This song sucks." He didn't have anybody to support him. He didn't have, you know, he didn't know he could say anything, probably. That, would sort he have of, made that, would he made, like, Precious to You a hip-hop song? <laughs> if it, like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> Precious to You. Like, I thought it was Precious to Me. First oh, of all, that's sort of braggy. It could be pre- so I don't know who it was to Precious you. to. <laughs> it was Precious to somebody, not me. I'm sure I wrote it down. <laughs> What do you think of that whole storyline? 
of him, David, and his music career? I mean, I like it. If it's, is it going to go somewhere? Is he, does he become a musical ta- hit? I don't know. <laughs> the music was like a thing. I mean, I think it doesn't disappear. It's weird because our show was so known for having such great musical acts throughout the whole thing, whether it was songs on the show or whether then right. later it was right. at the Peach Pit After Dark where we would have actual artists come in and perform uh, maroon five i mean i don't they weren't maroon five then but yeah. it was adam levine Before. like oh my god but i did he, did david go go to the peach pit after dark i don't know yeah 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 probably yeah. he probably performs there yeah so wait did you notice well first the gum of all is back the gum, the gum is the back gum. did you notice that i wanted to talk to you about <laughs> yeah the gum the gum's back right straight out what of the gate what do you think is with that Okay, I'm going to, I don't know. It's either an act of defiance. <laughs> Let's narrow it down what it could be. Yeah, I, yeah, I like think there's a, three F choices. You, I'm going to chew my gum because I'm, I can do what I want on Brandon. Or um, he has like an oral fixation with the smoking. He had to have something in That's what in I was thinking. Mouth. It's sort of a, or it was like a Nico gum. What's that called? Nicotine, nicotine gum. Nicorette. So he doesn't have to smoke. Nicorette, mm-hmm. yeah. Or the other one is um, um, he has bad breath. I don't know. I was going, <laughs> and, and anyone who listens to, I have one other podcast, sorry, the Gilmore Girls podcast. Oh. I, I always talk about this on, sorry, I don't mean to mention another show, but if people listen to both, which they do, uh, Brad Pitt's eating, mm-hmm. like, you know how Brad Pitt mm-hmm. in Ocean's Eleven is always eating and it's part of sort of his vibe? Maybe it's that because it's in so many episodes that maybe he pops that gum and it really makes him feel like Brandon. Yeah, I'm like Brandon. sassy Brandon. I'm cool. I'm at school. I'm in my locker. I'm Brandon. I don't know. I'm going to chew my gum and I'm going to chew it with my <laughs> mouth open. My gum. <laughs> and then Steve came up and was cute. But then Brandon's like, you gave my name to a bookie. I don't know what my, first of all, I'm doing like a what totally voice? different <laughs> accent. I don't know what my <laughs> accent is. And then Steve's like, no, dude, I didn't. Yeah. And then I just noted, why does everyone look slightly older and that they got fresh haircuts? Every single person looked really? like they got a fresh haircut. Your hair was like a blunt cut in the back, like literally like you finished the haircut six minutes before you shot the scene. Brandon had a haircut. You know, I did Luke. notice the guys' hair, haircuts and when they you would see the backs of their heads, uh, you could see and I was that trying they to were figure like out freshly, they, yeah. Yeah, freshly shorn, as they say. <laughs> because I was like, okay, it's March. Like if it would have been you know, a season premiere, I would have been like, oh, obviously everyone gets their haircut before they start school. But like, I don't know, maybe there was a little, because if it was airing in March, you shot it when? When would you have shot March? I mean, it could have been December before the break. Could it have been right after the break? It could have been January. Uh Yeah, That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was fresh off the holiday break. Everyone got their uh-huh. Cuts and they looked a little they looked a little zhuzhed up, I would say. Everyone looked kind of fresh. Yeah. I, I'm not I mean I agree with you on the haircuts. Brenda's hair was her bangs were really long though, I noticed. In Yeah, but I love them. Yeah, that was her choice to have them really, really long. They I'd love to have bangs like that. I just don't think I could type because it's like, you know, you <laughs> I would see get the so screen. annoyed. I'd be like, <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock, 
I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restriction supplies, see program rules in-store or at Target.com slash CircleCard. There's sort of a Kelly Dillon awkward scene, although I didn't think 
saying just pretend you're in Hawaii was a bad thing to say. I was sort of like, that's a nice sentiment. It's It wasn't offensive. I just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't see anything between Kelly and Dylan. Uh, whatever I see with between them at this point is purely physical, sexual. And mm. it's very angsty right now because yeah. then Brenda invites you guys to dinner. Obviously, you're you did good acting because your face was like, yeah, I'd love to go. I hate you right now. Like ugh, to Dylan, you know, like I don't want to go. And then at dinner, you're like eating your pie, but kind of annoyed. Oh, she, Kelly is annoying me with the food already. <laughs> like eat the freaking pie. You're, it's fine. Yeah, it's a, you're it's fine. A, the diet pills thing is a rough storyline. It is. And I'm sure it's triggering for so many people who have struggled with eating disorders. So no disrespect, <laughs> but it's she's well the, and this she's stick skinny and she's like i'm fat and you're like mm. i mean that it, it's it's all in here and i felt like she's just handling this this whole situation with dylan and and the the triangle of kelly brenda dylan and the death of dylan's dad i feel like she's just handling right. all so selfishly like it's not about you kelly and it's not but she's a teenager and I actually think the eating disorder is like it's coming. All that stuff's coming out because of it. Is it because it's all connected? Right. She's obviously having an, in you know, look, mm -hmm. if we're going to really like therapize. Yes, a skinny person could have an eating disorder. And she probably is being genuine that like she feels this way. But really, it's something else. She's feeling insecure. Look, she's with a guy. And he's preoccupied. Yeah. And she stole him mm -hmm. from her best friend-ish, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. she's just emotionally dealing with a lot. So I do think the eating disorder storyline tracks. It tracks. Just, but it, it's rough. It, yeah, it makes me not like her. Not the, de the eating disorder part. Just the way she's just feels insecure all the time and... And out of the moment because she's worried about whatever's going on in her head, which is very teenage, but. Can I go out on a limb? Now I may, people may say, oh, you're like trying to make something out of something. She's a little overt with Dylan using like, mm -hmm. let's hook up. Mm -hmm. And being hurt by it, which I get. But she's, that's there. It's repeatedly being used. Like when he's typing oh isn't there something you'd rather do and then in the car it's like which feels teenagery but also like oh no that's not an i choose me girl no she's not there yet no yeah i it's rough for me to watch it i wonder what your daughters would take away from it i really would be so interested in fresh eyes seeing it that you know that aren't so invested in like I am so invested in all these characters and I love them. And I'm, I blur who they are sometimes in real life. Cause it's like, I don't even know if I think Steve is cute. I just think Ian's cute. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I get all jumbly. If fresh eyes saw it, what would fresh 2022 eyes think of Kelly in this particular episode? Like being very overt with her like sexual advances and he's like rejecting her and then the diet pills thing and the sort of the, I don't know. Well, my daughter who's uh, 19 was watching it with me last night for a few minutes and she saw what Kelly was doing and she was kind of like, ew, like 
ugh. She was, uh, she, I felt as if she had no patience for that kind of yeah. trickery, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, the, the only example I can think of is I just watched the trailer to the new Handmaid's Tale and I'm like, well, oh, Kelly is wait, not June. There's Did you a watch new it? season? Oh, yeah. The trailer just came out. I think it's like the teaser trailer, so it's not like the full trailer, but June is just a badass. <laughs> I'm so excited. And the, do you watch it? Oh, yeah. It's so good. But it's just, yeah, I mean, those are completely different. That's just a totally different situation. But yeah, I, I don't know. Ugh. Like, I'm trying to sort of think, like, what would Carrie Bradshaw do if she were Kelly? I don't know why that's going into my brain, but it's like. It's hard because she. we have to remember she's 16, 17 years old. Like, she's still right. a kid. And she's just learning everything. And who would want to go to dinner at the perfect Walsh's with your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend yeah. and her who family. Sort of, and who sort of was your best friend, is your best friend. It's all blurry. Yeah, it's really awkward and messy. Yeah, I, I was uncomfortable whenever it was Kelly Dillon or Brenda Kelly Dillon time. So I don't like that feeling. I hope that we get back on track with something, but now it's going to be about the diet pills. So it's not going to be fun, loving, good times. And Dylan's still grieving his, the loss of his dad. So. And the take me home. This just is take me home. Take, take me, me home. home. Just take me in home. the car. It's like, that's very teenage too. Like older us would be like, wait, let's, sorry. Let's talk let's about, talk this. about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, <sighs> what do you, what, what do you need from me? Like, how can I help? You know, and I like that Dylan's writing the 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 article, mm -hmm. but she's sort of butthurt by it is like the best way to say it. She just feels like on the outside and she doesn't know how to get in. And she think she feels like Brenda's in and the Walsh family yeah. in there because they have that history with him and his dad. And, and they do seem to say the right thing, mm -hmm. you know. Brenda's very cool. She's coming across very cool right now because she's definitely not being selfish. Right. Do you want to come for dinner? My mom wants to see you. Mm, she doesn't need anything from him. Or Kelly seems yeah. to need his attention or adoration or something. And I just, I want her to stop it. That's all I have to say yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. There's a lot of not tonight, Kel. And it's just like, oh, God. I felt like they were like, like 40, like, 50 years old. Not tonight. I've got a headache, honey. <laughs> like that, you know, where you're like, oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are not good moments. You know, it's funny how Michael Cudlitz, because I love him in mm -hmm. Walking Dead. I literally, I yes, love Michael Cudlitz. I wonder He's if people see him on the show and then make the connection to Walking Dead. And he's such a, and he, he's so like the football player, the gambling guy. And he's sort of always a jerk. It's mm -hmm. weird how they had him. But he's sort so of, cute. You he, can't, like, you can't be mad at him. He's like, yeah, but he, and he doesn't really like you guys. He it's weird. Like he doesn't really like yeah. Brandon. Like. He's too cool. <sighs> what did you think when Brandon really took that guy by the neck <laughs> and then Steve Whoa. drove up like, Magically, but he got hot, like intense. It was so crazy. I didn't and know Steve's what he was like, gonna what do. the hell are you doing? 
how did he know to drive in right then? And how did he know to come to the back door of the pizza? That's what I was going to say. Why is he parking in the back? I don't know. In his vet. In his vet. It was all very convenient. But Mm -hmm. I was a little frightened of Brandon. And a little like, whoa, slow your roll, bud. (laughs) He's just a high school kid. It felt like um, an older guy beating up on a younger guy in that moment. It's, totally. Like, I felt the age it was like, I wonder how old that actor was that played. Well, was it Curtis? And it was so hypocritical. It's like, you're literally terrified that someone's going to do this to you. And now you're doing yeah. it to this guy. And he sure took Steve's $300 fast. I'll take it. <laughs> what do you got for like, me? I'll take it. Remember Steve offered him money like a couple episodes ago. And he was like, no, no, no. And now he's just like, oh, I'll take it. Because he's worried he's going to get his... Uh, is gonna Butt end kicked. up in the river. What are they doing? He's like, don't give him. Yeah, and he's like, don't give him my home address. And Too that's late. Like, they know where you live. <laughs> I knew. Now I remembered. Nat saved the day. Like I definitely knew that's what happened. But it was still pretty cool. You know. Mm-hmm. But the whole gambling thing is like, oh, God. Let's just be done with this. Oh uh, yeah. I, I, oh, I'm what? excited to see what's next. So, you know, when the young guy at high school, the bookie at high school, he's like, pulls out that gadget and he's like, I keep it all right here. Electronical. <laughs> Wait, like, what was, gadget? Was it like a sidekick? Was, no, this is way before, before sidekicks. Sidekick? Was it a calculator? I don't know because, okay, so it's 93. So at the time, people had word processors. So I was at college and people had word processors. I weirdly had a computer that was like a giant screen and then you hooked up this like whole thing and then it had a keyboard and you could print. But most kids had word processors and that's what I thought Dylan was writing his paper on. No, that was a typewriter. I I think it was electric though, like an electric typewriter. typewriter. Uh And some of them had tiny little screens where you could see like a couple sentences at a time and edit those to make sure you didn't have typos before it like printed yeah but that was like a handheld situation well, before correct. there was that that guy that technology had some wasn't out there yet no i don't know what that was because i had a cell phone in 93 i had a cell phone hooked in the car like you guys had or and it was my dad the brick ones that you could the brick, walk around. right like very zach yeah, morris like, and saved by the bell yeah, with an antenna that stuck up and literally, they were so expensive. My dad would go crazy on us. Like, who were we calling from the yeah. cell phone? Because it was like a dollar a minute. And you're like, so busted. But what that guy had, I don't know what that was. Mm-mm, I don't either. I don't think he knew what it was either. He was just faking it. <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. 
Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restriction supplies, see program rules in-store or at Target.com slash CircleCard. Okay, so there's a scene that I'd love to talk about too. Kelly and Brenda in the bathroom, and then Andrea comes out. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Mm -hmm. That yeah. was kind of like Andrea was in there the whole time. Exactly. And she's sort of like kind of given wise words. Yeah. yeah. She comes in for the save. Totally. Once again, totally. With the words of wisdom from the elder. <laughs> but thank God. I mean, that wasn't at first when it's when Kelly was started to go off on Brenda, I was like, oh, good Lord, here we go. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But th thankfully, she reeled it in and apologized. Yeah, said sorry. Yeah. yeah. Cute blazer, by the way. Yeah, I thought she looked great. I thought she looked a little tired. She looks great. She looks a little stressed. 
Yeah. Little bags under her eyes. Maybe I don't know what those orange, orange diet pills are. They're, they're spinning her out, man, already. Then she, that, that's message, when she was just on one at a time. Message to everyone at home, just say no. Mm-mm. Just say no. She says, what? They're from the drugstore. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're perfectly yeah, harmless. I was like, what? What, are they just going to give you diarrhea? Like, Not everything diet from the drugstore is harmless. First like, of all, wait, you, oh, trust. There's a lot of things that you can get at the CVS that are messy. No, not <laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, and then she's just popping them. That was rough. Yeah, that's. I'm worried not about gonna that. End well, I will give a shout out to the Disco Duck reference. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. So, because you know Rick Dees, Rick Dees is the one who likes saying Disco Duck. Oh my God. He, he was the Seacrest before Seacrest. Right. And it was like, disco duck. Oh, God. Do you think Ryan Seacrest <gasps> knew he was going to be Rick Dees? Like the next? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew Ryan then. So I knew Ryan in the, we met in 96-ish, about 96. And yeah, he wanted, he knew day one, he wanted to be, Dick Clark, Rick Dees, it was like Mark Griffin, all these like, yeah, he knew. And he hasn't changed a bit. Everybody asked me like, is he different now? And I'm like, nope, same as the kid that just was like, let's try this. You know, he's just, yeah, he's he's the coolest. He's just the coolest. I know. The most down to earth. You'd never, because he's just exactly the same as that. I think we were like, what? What were we, 22? Something like that. Yeah. Same kid. Well, I remember when I, I can remember, because I'm looking at the image of uh, Kelly and Brenda in the bathroom for that scene, Mm. um, Mm -hmm. because of that look, that was a great look, the blue blazer. Yeah, very legit uh, high school bathroom, too. I'm assuming, I don't know where you shot that. That that was real. It looked real. Mm -hmm. It looked very real, because that's exactly what high school bathrooms look like. Yep, I think that was real. But I remember... um, going into the diet pills uh, world and knowing that the character was, it was going to be a continual thing. It was going to build. I remember like looking back on it, I can see starting to like kind of, she's looking a little different, like not quite, you know, a little more sort of not. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I thought Tori, I wish Tori was here because I thought Tori made a really, really excellent point a few weeks back talking sort of of the blurred lines between Kelly and Jenny, Donna and Tori, and them, and and sort of asking you, they give you this storyline. Mm-hmm. Why? And you having to deal with it for Kelly, but then as Jenny going, why are they giving me this storyline and having it blur? Like, do I look all right? That seems like it would be, I mean, obviously you did, of course. I think for any young actor to be given something to do like that i mean and now the sky's the limit of what 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 they put people through for roles and things now but um back then i think that it definitely soaked into my psyche and i did develop uh body dysmorphia and uh you know feeling like i my body looked differently than it than other people thought it looked or and in trying out bulimia. Like I want, I thought maybe I need to start throwing up, like Mm. starting to starve myself. I took diet pills. Like I, I feel like this was all so imprinted in my 
just my, the, my growth mm. that it, it could not seep into Jenny, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, when you first think about it, you're like, of course not. You're an actor. This is a storyline. It's totally separate from real life. But like, God, it does blur. It's weird. You, hear it? you know how everyone says Austin Butler talks like Elvis now? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're sort of saying he has this totally different accent. Well, if you talked with an accent for three years or two years or whatever it took him to make that because he had to get the role, learn it, and then there was COVID, of course it's going to seep in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's and like, like that's- as actors, I kind of, for me, I'll only speak for myself, but I feel like... Sometimes I can equate it to um, either like a dish rag or a sponge that mm. is squeezed. All the juices are squeezed out of it. And then it puffs up with whatever mm. the new liquid is. And so mm-hmm. th- like you you suck up all that liquid of this new character or all those new traits or all the problems or all the everything that they're going through. And then you're you're walking around with that. Even when you go home at night, yeah, it, it's yeah. still in you. It's still, you're carrying it with you. Well, it's like they talk about like social workers or therapists mm-hmm. because they're dealing with these issues all day long. How do you think those people just go home and forget about their clients or the family they're working with? I'd have to assume the same thing for you. Like you're dealing with this storyline even though it's like a teen drama like maybe with a therapist or something it would be there's like a sense of uh like there's a barrier because they're not Mm -hmm. taking they say they put a put a shield around to someone else's problem but when you're an actor and you actually step into those shoes or you you know that body of that person and you have to emote it and like portray it and you have to feel it on such a level that it it's got to be real like it's got to come from real or it's not going to work. Right. And I think about that with the episode. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before where where Luke Perry had such a powerful episode. How right he had you. You can't just do that mm-hmm. like a light switch. You yeah. must take on the pain. You must take on whatever it is or draw on it. I mean, I'm not an actor. So like, what the F do I know? But like, I'm not an actor because I can't do that. I used to think you had to have a lot of like life experiences. You had to have a lot of traumatic things happen to you or like, you know, a lot of stuff in your life history in order to portray it on screen. But I didn't have a lot of stuff at that point in my life at at, at a young age. And I feel like, you know, there's, I think that's what they always say, like, oh, they're method. Like they, they become the character and can't shake it off. And they walk right. around like that character. I and mean, sometimes that works. And sometimes you have to do that. But you have to go. You have, sometimes you have to go home and, and back to your quote unquote real life for six right. hours or something. But I feel like when I work, like I can instantly like put myself in someone else's situation so deeply that it, I feel yeah. it and it, it, you know, it comes out in a whatever way. Can you remember at this time, like specifically maybe with Kelly's sort of arc right now, because it is a little bit more mopey, dramatic, heavier, going home at night. Like, did you feel happy at home <laughs> at night or were was were you coming from the set with sort of this baggage of that? 
What year? Okay, so this was 93. This is 93. And I would have been how old? Who can do math? <laughs> uh, I can't wait. You're like, uh, if I was 20, I was 19. You were probably 20 something, but not much older. 93, I was like 19. So what are you, I think you're I'm a little 50 older. 50 now. Who can, Yes, yeah, so you're I like 22. Math. You weren't old. You're like 22. 22. Okay. Literally. I was going through some sh- Yeah. Did you have your 21st birthday, like with, in the 90210 world? Can you remember that at all? Like, what did you do for your 21st birthday? No idea. Because I think you were on 90210. Oh, yeah. No idea. No memory whatsoever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember mine. My daughter, I took her to get her driver's license the other day. She said, and she she didn't pass her test. And oh, no. they None of them do. They yeah. never pass it the and first time. And I was like trying to remember when I did that. And I can't even remember when I got my I can remember license. 16 better than 21 because I remember literally driving to school. I got my license in the morning, went home with my mom and took the car and drove to school for like the second half of the day. And I drove smiling <laughs> like a fool. Like I couldn't stop smiling. Like I drive now. Oh my I can't remember 21 either. I mean, I must have been, I was, I went to Cal, so I must have been there. But yeah, like, do you, can you remember this time? Like, it doesn't sound like it was all unicorns I and rainbows. I had already been married, if you can imagine. No, I cannot, actually. <laughs> I think I got married when I was 21 <gasps> for, li- for like one year. God, the difference between, I mean, and I'm sure people like listening, like, because wa- I was close to your age, but I was totally in college living in a sorority, <laughs> watching this show every week with like 20 girlfriends where our biggest like literally we did not have a care in the world. Oh, Someone wow. cooked every meal for us. That sounds we nice. literally would go downstairs to the dining room. We didn't have to do dishes. You had to take your plate to the sink. That was it. And then I just remember constant gummy candy. Like no, getting no, like it wasn't like that for me. Plexiglass boxes with my name puffy painted and just eating gummy worms. Like that was my life. And then going mm-hmm. to class. No, we were uh working. 16 17 hour days we were uh did you own did you own a house i had a mortgage i had a husband i had car payments (laughs) more than one car payment and and meetings with men who told me they were managing my money you know people that were managing my money or managing my career big girl meet like adult things No. No wonder I have bags under my eyes. My biggest thing is I was about the, it was probably 93 and we were having a sorority sneak, which means like, I think older girls took pledges and someone told me to get in the back of a U-Haul. I'll never forget it. Like they opened up the back of a U-Haul and said, everybody get in. And I was like, absolutely not i was like there please i was like there is zero chance i'm getting in the back of a u-haul even at 19 other girls get in there totally they didn't care and then like this a girl who i'm still totally best friends with who was a senior she's like that's okay suggy jump up here with me and i rode in the front i was like i'm cool riding in the front (laughs) that was like the crap that was going that was my biggest dramatic moment like and you're dealing with like (laughs) the life bleep and I'm like I'm not getting in the back of that you haul I'll eat my gummy worms up here I wonder I'm gonna I gotta I gotta do some memory searching or just ask Mr. Showbiz when did I get married when did I get divorced when did I get remarried well, I mean I yeah the know internet can tell me I need the internet know, can tell I need me I to know what was happening in in young Jenny's life at this moment it's all on 
the internet, Jenny. That's what's so crazy. Well, I'm I just going to literally sit search. Google myself. Like, Jenny, do you ever Google yourself? No, Have why you would it? I? Oh, I know celebrities that do. What do they want to Garth- see? They're press. They want to see what the press is talking about them. Oh. Jenny Garth, first marriage. Let's see what it says. The Beverly Hills 90210 alum had been married twice before. Oh, that's talking about your guy now. <laughs> uh, I won't say everybody's name. Let's see. Uh, 94. Wait, I was. Was the first guy's name start with a D? Yeah. I was married. Yeah, you in married 94? him and, and divorced in 96. Ooh, two years. Wow. It took a minute. So you are dating him right now. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm dating him. Wow. I don't even remember that. I remember Peter, obviously. That was like, that was a very high profile marriage. We can talk about that another day. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm starting to sweat. Oh, my God. So you lived, like, you were like, it's so, you were a kid. I was a child. Wait, let me see if there's anything else. I, I love, I... We go off on tangents, so I literally love it. I we, okay, but wait. Okay, you, we've already talked fashion. We love the blazer. Uh, I don't know. There wasn't any. Donna had a plaid Donna shirt I really loved. Yeah. She had a plaid sort of red shirt that I loved. Poor Andrea. Like, I just, it's like a different stylist is dressing her. Uh, yeah. My kid also asked me while we were watching this, is she one of the teachers? <laughs> like, no, Seriously, that's she, yeah. Andrea. Hello. Nat was a baller in this. I, I think we're hopefully putting a pin in that storyline. Precious to me, precious to you. Terrible, terrible song. Steve was sort of cool. Everything about Steve was sort of pretty cool in this episode. Yeah, just the way he strides into a scene is cool. I'm not like he lie. walks I think in. I, he walks in I think, leading with his chest or something. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Ian was in my dream again. Uh-oh. I don't I don't know why. Uh-oh. It's like I can't really shake him. <laughs> even after Mr. Myers, even Mr. After Myers, you saw him recently. Did you see him at? Yeah, at the, the, I always am like, I have a crush on, like not a weird crush, but just like a, he's so cool. <laughs> I am so cool. Oh like God, we were just talking him. about, we're just talking about the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas. Did you see my text about that? So I texted. Uh, I'm like talking to Jenny, talking about Jenny. But I texted Jenny and Tori to see if they want to come to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. I'm like, I haven't texted Ian yet, but of course I will. I'll be like, do you want to come again? Oh, I did. I don't think I responded to that. Look, the lineup's good. I'll look at it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I'm nervous about Vegas because of COVID. It's like, I don't. Oh, God, all the germs. But I guess we just live with germs. Um, Yeah, I feel like we covered it all. We did it. I feel like we got it all. And, uh. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy. For me, this episode was. We were at a high. I was really excited, and this episode was like, like uh, I kind of took a nosedive. Didn't love this episode. So yeah, it's, for me, it's a very classic. Less less dynasty, more classic nine hundred two one zero. But I get bored. it. I was a little bored. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have that. <laughs> I, I never get bored. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you weren't. I'm glad you weren't. Well, I'm like, but hopefully next week we'll we'll perk things back up. We'll have a new vigor. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about quickly was when Cindy was doing the dishes and Jim walks in and she says, hi, honey. And he says, hi, baby. They kind of like love each other. Well, they're married. Jim and Cindy. Yeah. They have to have the perfect marriage. Look, we're both fanning ourselves. Is it hot? I just, so I don't have air conditioning where I am. It's just so hot. 
I don't uh, like to turn my air conditioning on, you guys. I'm like that lady. I, I Because you don't like to, you're frugal or like you don't like air conditioned air? I, I just feel like it's a lot of energy and it's people don't take it, like they leave the doors and windows open and it feels like not Fake real. air? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I run mine nonstop. I'm not in LA right now, but... <laughs> I run my nonstop. I mean, do you wake up in the night sweating? I'd have that too. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, God. I sleep with a fan <sighs> on me. Get a fan. Well, It'll be your new best friend. <laughs> Point that baby right at them. you all night long. I have two fans in here, but I have to turn them off because the microphone picks them up. Now that we're big podcast stars, I have to turn my <laughs> microphone off. Uh, okay, uh, next week, everybody, we will cool down and we will watch Perfectly Perfect for wait. next week. What? Oh, my God. I think it might be your 21st birthday. Really? Either. What? Wait, not your 21st. Pardon me. Pardon me. Your 18th birthday. Huh? I'm so dumb. I know I that's to, coming. I it's either know. next week or the week after. Kelly has a party. I don't remember. I just know your birthday. Your 18th birthday is coming. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, we got to like do something special. I'll look at I'll peek ahead. OK, let's do it. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this week and we will see you next week. <laughs> Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle.
This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.